is Animal Breaking News, and I am your host, Shelley Frost. August 28, 2019, featured in National Geographic by Natasha Daly. Wild animals used to entertain tourists is featured in a story titled Suffering Unseen, the Dark Truth Behind Wildlife Tourism. Daly recounts her recent visit to Thailand, where she is led behind the scenes where elephants as young as 11 months are chained with spiked shackles in the dark. The message throughout the article is how social media has caused the use of animals and tourism to explode. The beginning of the article reads, I've come back to check on a baby. Just after dusk, I'm in a car lumbering down a muddy road in the rain past rows of shackled elephants, their trunks swaying. I was here five hours before when the sun was high and hot and tourists were on elephants' backs. Walking now, I can barely see the path in the glow of my phone's flashlight. When the wooden fence post of the stall stops me short, I point my light down and follow a current of rainwater across the concrete floor until it washes up against three large gray feet. A fourth foot hovers above the surface, tethered tightly by a short chain and choked by a ring of metal spikes. When the elephant tires and puts her foot down, the spikes press deeper into her ankle. Mina is four years and two months old, still a toddler as elephants go. Mina is at the Metamen Elephant Adventure near Chiang Mai in northern Thailand since she was 11 months old. She is kept on a spike shackle only during the day, her trainer says, and takes it off at night. But it's night right now. Maitaman is one of the many animal attractions in around tourist swarm Chiang Mai. People spill out of tour buses and clamor onto the trunks of elephants that, at the prodding of their mahouts bull hooks, long poles with a short metal hook, hoist them in the air while cameras snap. Visitors thrust bananas towards elephants' trunks. They watch as mahouts goad their elephants, some of the most intelligent animals on the planet, to throw darts or kick oversized soccer balls while music blares. Mina is one of Maitaman's ten show elephants. To be precise, she's a painter. Twice a day, in front of throngs of chattering tourists, a paintbrush is put into the tip of her trunk, and a steel nail is pressed into her face to direct her brush strokes as she drags primary colors across paper. Often, she is guided to paint a wild elephant on the savanna. Her paintings are then sold to tourists. Mina's life is set to follow the same trajectory as many of the roughly 3,800 captain elephants in Thailand and thousands more throughout Southeast Asia. She'll perform in shows until she's about 10. After that, she'll become a riding elephant. Tourists will sit on a bench strapped to her back, and she'll give several rides a day. When Mina is too old or sick to give rides, maybe at 55, maybe at 75, she'll die. If she's lucky, she'll get a few years of retirement. She'll spend most of her life on a chain in a stall. Wildlife attractions such as Maitaman lure people from around the world to be with animals like Mina, and they make up a lucrative segment of the booming global travel industry. Twice as many trips are being taken abroad as 15 years ago, a jump driven partly by Chinese tourists who spend far more on international travel than any other nationality. Wildlife tourism isn't new, but social media is setting the industry ablaze, turning encounters with exotic animals into photo-driven bucket list toppers. Activities once publicized mostly in guidebooks now are shared instantly with multitudes of people by selfie-taking backpackers, 
tour bus travelers, and social media influencers through a tap on their phone screens. Nearly all millennials, 23 to 38 year olds, use social media while traveling. Their selfies of swims with dolphins, encounters with tigers, rides on elephants, and more are viral advertising for attractions that tout up-close experiences with animals. For all the visibility social media provides, it doesn't show what happens beyond the view of the camera lens. People who feel joy and exhilaration from getting close to wild animals usually are unaware that many of the animals at such attractions live a lot like Mina or worse. Daly's excellent article describes a number of ways in which wild animals are exploited by locals who cash in when the hordes of tourists descend. Daly writes, Around the world I watched tourists watching captive animals. In Thailand we also saw American men bear hug tigers. In Chiang Mai and Chinese brides in wedding gowns ride young elephants in the aqua surf on the island of Phuket. We watched polar bears in wire muzzles ballroom dancing across the ice under a big top in Russia, and teenage boys on the Amazon River snapping selfies with baby sloths. Most tourists who enjoy these encounters don't know that the adult tigers may be declawed, drugged, or both, or that there are always cubs for tourists to snuggle with because the cats are speed-bred and the cubs are taken from their mothers just days after birth or that the elephants give rides and perform tricks without harming people only because they've been, quote, broken, unquote, as babies and taught to fear the bullhook, or that the Amazonian sloths taken illegally from the jungle often die within weeks of being put in captivity. As we traveled to performance pits and holding pens in three continents and in the Hawaiian Islands asking questions about how animals are treated and getting answers that didn't always add up, it became clear how systematically animal suffering is concealed. The wildlife tourism industry caters to people's love of animals, but often seeks to maximize profits by exploiting animals from birth to death. The industry's economy depends largely on people believing that the animals they're paying to watch or ride or feed are having fun too. It succeeds partly because tourists in unfamiliar settings and eager to have a positive experience, typically don't consider the possibility that they're helping to hurt animals. Social media adds to the confusion. Oblivious endorsements from friends and trendsetters legitimize attractions before a traveler ever gets near an animal. Daly writes about a wolf pack in Russia who are kept in tiny cages at a petting zoo, only removed when an expensive photo shoot with a tourist takes place. A captive 26-year-old bear named Stepan resides in a Russian forest where he is forced by his owners to pose for photos, videos, and movie shoots. A video on Instagram featuring Stepan mugging for the camera has been broadcasted to the world. His owners say that his popularity pays for his food. Dolphin Quest at the Kahala Resort on the Hawaiian island of Oahu claims to be certified humane by the American Humane Society, an animal welfare nonprofit. Tourists who pay $225 to swim with the dolphins do so with a relaxed conscience as a result. The film Blackfish revealed the ugly side of marine mammals held in captivity, sending Florida's sea world into a financial tailspin. However, tourists feel able to deny any connection to the dolphins they swim with, with those who are trained to do tricks in swimming pools at theme parks such as SeaWorld. 
In China, where no laws exist on captive animal welfare, 78 dolphinariums operate where wild-caught dolphins are the major attraction for tourists. Another 26 are under construction. Worst of all are traveling oceanariums taking place in Russia and Indonesia. These pop-up theme shows are literally in an inflatable aquarium where dolphins swim in circles in murky water. Families bring their children to see these shows for as little as $9 per person. Daly ends the article with the story of two animals who, during her journey, haunt her the most, an elephant and a tiger. They lived at the same facility south of Bangkok. The tiger, aged 22 years, spent his days on a short chain where he could be constantly photographed with tourists. The elephant was emaciated, bent with sores and infections all over his body. To read Daly's entire article, visit nationalgeographic.com. Search for Global Wildlife Tourism. This has been Animal Breaking News. I am your host, Shelley Frost.